Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to the Long Shot Podcast. I am Davis Reed and... Do you guys feel that? That's another fire episode coming your way because we've got the road tripping crew, a crossover we did with the gang at Summer League, Richard Jefferson, Channing Frye, Allie Clifton, Duncan Robinson, Davis Reed, all in a room, just chopping it up, talking basketball. Somehow Channing didn't know Duncan went Division Three, so we talk about that a little bit, and then we go all over the place. It's a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy this one. I promise this will be my last intro for a while, just me. We'll get Duncan back on here soon. I'm going to Miami next weekend, so I will get him his equipment back. And uh, we'll record some stuff together so you don't have to be led into these interviews with just my voice. We all win in that regard. Here's the Road Trip and Crew. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Hope you're having a good week too, or a good day, a good morning, a good night, whenever you're listening to this. Hope you're doing well. Uh, here is Road Tripping. Great moments are born from great opportunity. So you're telling me there's a chance. Average Joe's wins in a shocking upset. I feel shocked. You suck compared to me. So you guys are two prep school white guys at the podcast. We are underdogs. They stay ready so you aren't going to get ready. I I haven't even told anybody this. This is kind of crazy. Welcome into this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, and we are alongside the Long Shot Podcast with Duncan Robinson and Davis Reed. Big so donkeys. Come on. Oh, my God. It's basically <laughs> a collaboration. Big I like that one. I heard that. We are here <laughs> in uh, the Blue Wire Studios in the Wynn, Las Vegas, during Summer League, so we're just here to have a little powwow. Talk basketball. Just kidding. We don't like talking about basketball. Yeah. Yeah, we do sometimes. But if know, we do, we it'll go down a rabbit hole. Oh, of my rants. God. But for our road tripping listeners, and then if you want to flip it for the long shot podcast listeners, the relationship in terms of how you guys know one another. You, you just said that. go blue, which I was not a fan of because I'm a Buckeye through and through. Um, I mean, he actually, he actually has no Toledo. He has no affiliation, true affiliation None. to just the University to of Michigan. Um, Davis and I go back a little bit. We're not from the same area. I'm from New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, he's I, from he's from part of New Hampshire, Portsmouth. Okay, I grew up in uh, Golfstown. You're lying. I'm not lying. Have you, New have Hampshire. You, have you, there's only one other NBA player from New Hampshire. It's Matt Bonner. Matt Bonner. So I was born in New York, <laughs> and then the, after I'm from when I was one till I was seven, I lived in Golfstown, New Hampshire. Are you serious? Dead serious. I can't make. That. I didn't. I, I can't. Know. That I was gonna say Golfstown is a crazy that? name crazy drop. Crazy name. <laughs> if if Wait, you're isn't just that where the first uh, Red Lobster was. Yes. Yes. Actually, I don't know the Red Lobster. Are you sure the first Red Lobster wasn't in Portland, Maine? 
I remember going to the Shout first. Shout out Cheddar Biscuits. Fast. Yes. But no, yes. You know, the first Red Lobster, there was a line. Because I remember my parents, we drove a long way to go to this place. And it was like lobster. I remember my dad had like a suit on. It was like a thing. Unbelievable. Kidding. We have spent wait, wait. how many hours? I've known, I, I've, my, my mic sounds funny. Okay, there we go. I've known Channing since, you know, I was 16, 17. I did not know that, bro. You didn't know, I didn't know that's you amazing. In, I did not know you. I knew you. I knew where you were born in New York. Right. I knew you spent some time out there. And you moved to Phoenix. You glossed over a seven-year <laughs> stretch of fucking New Hampshire. We <laughs> that's that. amazing. We couldn't make because there's there is nobody no. from New Hampshire no. that plays like high-level basketball. That's why I feel like I would have known that. Well, I, it's so like I'm still questioning. Grade, yeah. Is there a Phoenix? Is there a Goffstown, New York? Is that possible? No, 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 no. <laughs> Trust me, I lived in Goffstown, fucking New Hampshire, oh and my. my dad had a, a Gordon Setter named Anwar after Anwar Sadat. And then uh, the guy from Egypt, I think he was like the governor uh, yeah. or the mayor. Mayor. <laughs> mayor of Egypt. And he used to take peanut butter and water and hit golf balls. We had like 30 acres. He would hit golf balls into yeah. the forest and let the dog, like he would go have the dog find it. And it was just, that was what we did. Or go fishing for a In the middle of nowhere with nothing. In I mean, those those are New Hampshire activities right there. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. Uh, can Super we get like a fact check? Do you guys, yeah. well, is actually, there something like. I did actually just. Type in Channing Fry Goffstown. Do you even know how to spell Goffstown? Is it G O? I've never heard of the city. F S T O W N. New Hampshire and nothing comes up. I mean, Logan is born. No way. He was born in New Hampshire? He says New England. But he was actually, Logan is named after Logan Airport in Boston. Wow. Okay, so. Because my parents. He tells people Wolverine, but that's cool. I'm loving this. New England is strongly represented in this this collaboration. For so long, only when they were winning. So I was like, fuck the Patriots. So New Hampshire. Wow. And then. He's from Kansas. Um, Oh, God. And my cousin. Don't, no, no, no. Don't do that. (laughs) No, I'm dead serious. Okay, tell me. Where? Shit. Don't tell me it's Lenexa. Oh, that sounds weird. (laughs) Uh, No. Shit. What is the name of the town? Marcus is going to kill me. I got to text him. But no, <laughs> get back to me. Yeah, get back to me. Dead serious. He's, from, he, he's like born and raised in Kansas. Big Kansas, like everything. They flipped out when the Royals won. Oh, like yeah. That's how Kansas he is. He's a fake yeah. Royals fan, too. Oh, Just bandwagon. Know. Congratulations. Well, yeah. you know, they're bad my whole life. They win, and then you jump on the, you know, you start wearing the Royal stuff around. Yeah, that's, you yeah. got it. Listen, you don't, you got to earn the support. You got to earn the support a little uh, bit. 100%. I, I'm not a Cardinals fan. I moved there when I was, I moved to Arizona when I was seven. Hated the Cardinals because for a decade they were trash. And so I just, I'm not supporting this team. That being said, I didn't jump on the bandwagon when they started being good. But that's just the guy I am. So how did the two of you meet then? Um, so I I wasn't very good at basketball in middle school and high school. Davis was very good. Oh, same here. Really good. At, <laughs> at basketball yeah. in middle school and high school. Um, but neither of us were recruited very much. So very common in New England. I did a fifth year of, of high school at a prep school. Uh, and Davis happened to be at the same place. We had met like a couple years earlier at like a, one of those like Camps. recruiting events. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we, we met at a uh, prep school, one year prep school together and uh, went off to, to different schools in the same conference, actually, Division three schools, Wesleyan for him, Williams for myself. And Wesleyan's know. a pretty good school. I'm pretty smart. It's not as good as Williams, but it's a good <laughs> school. It's a pretty yeah. good school. Just, just you know, it's a pretty good school. It's not bad. What, bro? Wait, you went to Division Three and then to Michigan? Yeah, yeah. Dude, what? You didn't know that? Fuck no. 
Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'd it's the most overplayed storyline. I mean, yeah, it's, it's gotten yeah. way it's gotten way too much coverage at this point. But if you want to rehash it, we can. Let's do I mean, it. Yeah, you, let's you do it. You give a lot of people hope, though. I I mean, I like to think of it that I'm 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 carrying the the torch for Division three basketball. Absolutely. Um, that's that's what I like to think of it. I mean, what is Division three basketball? Give me the top like? three players from Division three. Oh, all time. Yeah, Devin George. Devin George. Yeah. Shout uh, out my guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw myself out of it. Uh, I think his name's Andy or Adam Panko. Played overseas for a while. I've heard Potapanko? of Panko. Not Potapanko. Not Vitaly. Uh, um, <laughs> Dave, anyone else I'm missing? Like obvious ones? You're probably in there. I'm, I mean, I, I, I would probably say I'm in the mix. There we go. Right. Um, yeah. What is a day in the life of Division Three? Man, probably more, I mean, I because like more you went to a very good school after that. Yeah. So when you were at Division Three, did you like have to make your own lunch? Like, what was that like? But that's what I assume is that you like bus everywhere. What was get, the post game You get meals. sack lunch. Oh, we you didn't, we didn't get we didn't yes. get post game meals. I will say the the like the resources basketball wise were very what limited. Yeah, Channing, there's Sorry, a reason also, why you're sitting there. So I know, I just saw the dog. Be, and no, you didn't see the, the dog. Said the little Rumpasaurus Rex out. Rumpasaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> you say Rumpasaurus Rex? Yeah. Did you hear nice him say, say they didn't get post-game meals? Damn, y'all yeah. were hungry as shit. I mean, we, 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 would go to, we would get like pizza You get pre, Yeah, you get pre-game meals. Uh, yeah, you get pre-game meals at the dining hall. Yeah. If we won, we would go to Chipotle. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you're busting everywhere, but it's all in a, in a relatively close radius. You got the occasional, like, longer road trip. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's very, very different than the University of Arizona. I'm sure you guys are getting. You went to the University Wait. of Michigan. I mean, that's that's very that, true. But that's still probably not the same level. Still probably not the same level. Still still not. Not. I got to imagine the U of A is just an entirely we, different it's experience. It's, it's, you, guys had a, you guys had private jets. We had to take Southwest. We were. Isn't that a Pac-12 thing though? What? Isn't is Southwest, Southwest? Isn't that a Pac-12 yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like it's a West Coast so thing. Imagine like, I fly Southwest Washington. still to this day. But no, 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 but didn't the Pac-12 have or Pac-10 when you guys yeah, were? Yeah, didn't yeah. they have like a deal with Southwest where you had to fly Southwest? Or am I yeah, making that you up? You couldn't take private jets. I think at the time. Yeah, no there, team there's there, there's some probably be. But the difference for us is that at our school, our school like Michigan is a football school. Very true. Excuse me. Michigan's a football school, and but basketball program is one of the best in the country. At our school. It's a basketball school. Very true. And then a basketball school. Right? <laughs> a softball, softball school. No, I just and, and the, swimming. Swimming. <laughs> like we have some, you know, we got some great golfers. We got some stuff. But I'm saying Ooh, it's a, if you're talking about basketball, football, program. football is they're working. They're they're gonna they're gonna try and get something done. But like that was a difference between being in Tucson and yes. Burnt Ann Arbor. It's just that like it's basketball. Hundred percent. And yeah. I I experienced that in that we were significantly better than the basketball or the football program. Yeah. During my time. But it was always football program got the most love, mm. got the most money, got the most support. That's just how it was. And then finally at the end, like my senior year, we went to the Final Four, and it was like kind of starting to change. Yeah. Uh, but then Harbaugh like kind of started to figure it out, and then yeah. they it's, were like back relevant again. Yeah. So. Michigan football, you can't, you can't. Oh, I'm sorry, Ohio State over there. But I basketball, mean, there's not, there's not many schools that are both. It's, it's almost impossible to be a basketball and football ooh. school. Uh, 2008, University of Kansas. I think University of Kansas football oh, is like. On that note. Wait, wait, 2008. What did the what? Kansas? I think you guys, you guys want a bowl or something? <laughs> yeah, uh, na- national championship in basketball and yeah. Orange Bowl in football. 
Wow. Yeah, but, really? one, but one, one year, year is, is not. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like I would say Florida when when Billy Donovan. Florida, and Florida that's a good Florida, one. Florida for sure. Tebow, Tebow with uh, yeah, Al, yeah, yeah. And they had those good teams, and then they then you would go. But even then, you would still consider that a football school. That basketball program is elite. Right? Yes, hundred percent. Like Michigan Fair. is a Dude, UCLA, UCLA, USC. No, USC's had some really good players that people forget about, like. DeRozan. Yes. Uh, their, teams are, their teams haven't been great. You have Dwayne Evan Dedman, yeah. You have Taj uh, Gibson. Taj Gibson. Like, yeah. they OJ have Mayo. Nick Young. OJ Mayo. You don't like the OJ Mayo one? Edit. I thought that he was really good in high school. <laughs> he was good. He was a good player. We used to barbecue that ass. Well, he wasn't playing oh no defense. My. He wasn't playing no defense. No, not a, not a lick of defense. Wait, I just remember you, that. If you weren't good in high school, how did you end up in Arizona? Because I at least oh. I had to take it. <laughs> no, uh, you, don't you shut up, Richard. Uh, just like, hey, he can come. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. Is it? I went to uh, a junior high in, in Chandler, Arizona. It was seven, eight, nine. So I didn't play varsity night freshman year. I went to St. Mary's High School because my parents said I had to go to a uh, private school. So I went to St. Mary's High School. Uh, I played one game of varsity my sophomore year. Broke my wrist. Mm. This side. Yep, that. Broke my hand. Didn't play sophomore year. Worked my ass off junior, senior year. Junior year, I was doing all this AAU stuff. U of A goes, Channing, we think we like you. So I took an unofficial visit. I knew Richard. And they were like, well, we might have to redshirt you, but here's a list of other guys we like ahead of you unless you commit now. It was like Tyson Chandler. <laughs> like, like, no, his NBA class, dudes. No, his class for big men, and that was one of the disgusting. That was part of the reason it was the why last he, year. Yeah, of yeah. The, so like Eddie Curry, oh, yeah, Tyson Chandler. Kwame Us, Brown. Kwame, all, yeah. Usman Cisse. These were which all guys is a coming out of his class. But he hurt himself on his workouts. He tore his ACL. Sagana Yap. Mm. Sagana oh. Yap was in part of oh. that high school. All these guys. Disgusting. Was, so Channing was really low on the center <laughs> total pole coming out of high school. 135 was technically yeah. my rank. Yeah. Really? It was, it, we had five players. It was Will Bynum, who was on Chicago preps. Yeah. Right? And then it was like uh, Dennis Ladmore, McDonald's All-American, 6'8", 240, tatted up. Yeah. Big old boy. You were like the fifth best player in your recruiting class. Yeah, basically. This is not, I'm not lying. So they offered me, they were like, well, if you, you know, sign now, then, you know, we'll, you know, work with you. And I was like, okay, where do I sign? <laughs> so I signed and then they t- dogged me out for two years and I ended up getting good because they ended up teaching now, me. He won a state cha- so he won a state championship his senior year. Me, Gilbert, Luke Walton, we all drove down there to watch him play oh, in a state championship. Love that. And it was more of like, Channing was like, you know, Arizona has very few guys that could play at Arizona, right? Like I was the you saying in state, in state, yeah. yeah I, I was only I was five, five. But at my time, I was the third because it went Sean Elliott. Then there was a long gap. Then it went Mike Bibby, <laughs> and it was like Arizona had a huge program, but it was yeah. like the state just wasn't developing basketball players. So then it went me, and then after that, it was him, and then Jared Bayless. And then it started, they started having, and they started having like more prep schools in Arizona, but that's why Aiton has connections there. But it was just, we had, you have to support each other. You know, this, right? Like you have to support each other on the journey. Like I didn't even know about like, you could go do this until Mike Bibby. And I was a sophomore when he was a senior and they were like, Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby. I'm like, who the fuck is Mike Bibby? And I walk into a gym. I'm like, Oh, he's really good at basketball. It was wild watching him play basketball. Uh, Slow. It, It looked like he was moving like this. And everyone was like getting out of his way. He was like, 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, no dunks? And yeah. you have 50? Yeah, so Mike, you, so Mike took me under his wing. Like, he went to Arizona, and I would go up there and recruit. And I didn't know if I was going to be good enough to play. I was only still 15 or something. So I would go up there, kind of hang out with them, and I kept working on my game. So what Mike meant to me, like, we always tried to pay it forward. So, like, yeah. Mike would come and support me. I watched Mike Bibby playing a state championship game. So we went down there. But Channing was trash. Let me, let's make no, let's make. Uh, I was no, a true saying. center. He was a true center in like true 2004. Oh, so you, you wouldn't, you weren't shooting well, at all. No, no. no. He didn't even shoot when he first, his first couple of years. No. Ago. And then I used to get dogged out. Then they had me guarding <laughs> motherfucking Yao Ming and Shaq. And I said, enough is enough. Like, <laughs> and this ain't me. Like I was, when I was a rookie, I was 6'10", 6'11", 230. And they were like. That's when centers exist. Like yeah. big body. Big body. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It was the worst. They were like, Channing, go get uh like Shaq. <laughs> go get like Jahidi White. Just go get like a bowling ball. That's a great name drop right there. Yeah, great Jahidi White. Because I was like, damn, go guard Zebo straight up. Go guard like young Mark Gasol. And I was like, you know what? Hang on, what is it like guarding Yao Ming? Like, it was impossible. Your, yeah, what did you it was do? Impossible. You know, Boban makes you feel like like makes everyone look like a little kid, right? When yeah. remember when Boban was doing this to Anthony Davis, <laughs> yeah. and he couldn't touch it. That's what it was like for everyone with Yao Ming. But imagine Yao Ming shot the technical fouls for he Houston. So now, he crazy touch. Crazy. Crazy. So even touch. if you thought you did good, he was just like turn around jumper, like you shoot on little kids. He's like. He was he's six inches taller than Shaq. That's wild. Six inches wild. taller and than Shaq. His and legs big. were tree big. trunks. Yeah. And so like I was like, ah. I mean, he was just <laughs> Would like, you call for help? What you you can't double team him because he was just he, he had dimes to Ron Artest, who's averaging thirty that year. Like people forget, Ron Artest was averaging twenty five for a whole season. If Yao was fully healthy and came around right now in today's oh. NBA, but like MVP, it'd be like Shaq. What? Really? More than yeah, because he could, play, he like, yeah, pick and rolls. He was gonna get abused. Okay, but this was the problem. You were gonna like, and this is where the game is different. I know Draymond talk a lot of shit. Draymond's not guarding him. Like that small <laughs> right, ball, that right, small right, ball right. five. That ain't going. PJ Tucker. Like they, you can't do that with a guy that size because he will just duck in. You put it up. You shoot you're layups. gonna have to collapse, yeah. and then you throw it out. So yes, somebody might have to. Somebody you know is tough him in the pick and roll. But like him, Shaq, Shaq, you couldn't go Draymond on Shaq. Shaq right. used to force you to have two to three bigs on your roster. So immediately you lost depth on the perimeter because you had to have two or three bigs because you were going to have to foul him 18 times. Yeah. Like he's just fouling like, people out. I yeah. caught 05 Shaq. I didn't catch. I caught 01 Shaq, bro. I caught 05 Shaq. And like you look at video and you're like, damn, he's so big. As a human being, He's not supposed to move like that. <laughs> he, I was playing in New York, right? We're up. I know he probably went out the night before, so I'm like, I'm not going to say shit, right? I'm going to just let this game go by. Third quarter comes, and he's doing okay. They're down six. He looks at me. He's like, okay, good game, Lil Fry. We got to win this now. And just, <laughs> boom, and it basically fucks me up for the whole quarter. <laughs> like, there's no fouling. There's no, like, imagine yeah. trying to foul a tree moving like a cat and just dunk after hook shot after dunk. It's just impossible to move a human that big and that he's mean. You That's know those flybys? You know those flybys you try and do? Yeah. Like, and this is, first of all, if they called a foul every time you actually fouled Shaq, like there were times <laughs> right, he would dunk right, it, right, smack right. his arm, and no. the referee wouldn't even call it. That's facts. 
But you would do a flyby, like just trying to like, hey, I'm coming to help. And he would be like, watch it, little fella. If you put your hand there, I'll break your wrist. And you're like, <laughs> oh, he's Stop telling it. You're like, no, what? He was the yes. middle of the game? If his, oh, bo- if his game. body, and you try to block a ball, and there's a rim right there, a no. metal bar, he'll fucking he'll he break said, your I'll wrist. I'll try and break your no, wrist. No, he yes. goes, I will Me break your will. wrist. Me. He goes, Bear, watch your hand, Imagine I'll break your wrist. Somebody the size of Gobert with like 150 a more pounds. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, me and you, I'm gonna win this every single time. There's no Roger Mason. There's no, What's that big guy? And you, you were 230 trying to guard him because everyone else fouled out. We had Eddie Curry <laughs> fouled out. Jerome James fouled out. We had me. We had David Lee, and oh, everyone man. was like, "Who wants this?" I no, was like, no. "Damn, <laughs> most <laughs> dominant big man." Body. Not even most yeah. dominant Ever? physically, physically, Ever? physically, Ever. physically. Yes, like Kareem. Like, Kareem. let's not disrespect. Like, you couldn't do shit with Kareem either. Our Wilt and all these yeah. guys, but physically dominant. Yeah, who's somebody that Channing asked a bunch of players is who's somebody that when you got to the league you were like, what the fuck, bro? Is yeah. this dude a real player? Like, <laughs> I know he's good. You thought he you're was like, good. Like, yeah, how yeah, good yeah. is he? I uh, mean, Jalen Suggs said Kyrie. He was like, you know, Kyrie's ridiculous. You know, this is the video, but when you try and keep that fucker in front of you, you're like, he's not a real player. So. I'm going to give you two answers, and, and two of them are for different reasons. The first one is Giannis because it's like his mentality and his size and his length. And it's like – And he's always pissed. I don't know. I don't know. There are certain possessions where I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. Like, <laughs> I really truly – I love that. I, I really truly – I mean, certainly I don't know what to do. But we I had to have a huddle when we were in Cleveland about, hey, guys, this is us. It was Shump. Braun, JR, me, Richard, Tristan, Kevin, all had to have a huddle like, hey, we all need to gather we together. Need to and that, was, and that was six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, that was baby Giannis. And every yeah. year he's baby coming Giannis. back like just a little bit Yoked more up buffed up. And matter. Yeah. He don't enjoy summer. All he does is eat weights. <laughs> and there was, some, there was something about like being in the bubble in that small, tight-ass gym. Made him bigger. Just made him bigger. <laughs> I swear to you. I swear to you. Uh, so that and then the other one is, I mean, it's Kyrie because like, you can just tell, like, he just, like, fucks around with the game because he wants to. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't interest like him. does that with a lot of it, things. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't interest him to just, like, come off a ball screen and, like, shoot a three because he's open. Like, he wants to, like, sit in the pocket and, like, cut back and, like, step. Like, do something, like, not yeah. because the Take, defense like is making bored. him do it. He's, yeah. like, bored. No, he's yeah. showing, He wants to do workouts. He shows. Yes. Yes. Kyrie <laughs> comes in. It's like, let me show you this package. Yes. I'm about yeah. to go. Yes. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to split the screen. I'm like, Kyrie, but you're open in there. Yeah, 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 but that's fine. I'm going to split the screen. Then I'm going to take the body. Then I'm going to go left-hand floater. Or then the next time, I'm going to show the left hand. Then come fillet, finish, high off the glass. Yes. Okay, Kai, go, go knock yourself out, bro. Right. It's just, it's ridiculous. Kevin Durant has a little of that, too. Yes. Right? Yes. It's just like messing around with the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you're. it's just like there's no human being that's ever been created with his skill set. And his, well, I think Chet, not trying to compare them, but I'm saying as like a tall shooter yeah. skill like you're not really okay, contesting not his do that i'm no not offense. no they were doing it the other day on the show but this is the problem no, with that. that we forget who kevin durant was when he first came in if you compare <laughs> but i'm saying you compare kevin durant's rookie year after his freshman year to check right now you'd be like i can see the 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 thin comparison the seven foot skill set i'm not comparing the two okay it's like even people were like oh if you compare someone to Giannis, it's like do you remember what Giannis looked like when he first that's came true, in that's fair like you're not comparing yeah. him to the mvp Giannis now you're comparing him to when he came in and i'm sorry kevin durant 
he still is probably the most unguardable human being that's probably been created. Yeah, Oof. I agree with that. Yeah, he's a seven foot, seven foot two guard. Yeah, okay. with a 50, 40, 90. <laughs> How? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. Organifi Green Juice has essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. Or Organifi Red Juice, a superfood punch that increases energy without caffeine, which is great, and only 2 grams of sugar. You love to keep the sugar intake low. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best-tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Just go to www.organifi.com ls and use code ls for 20% off your order. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com backslash L-S and use code L-S for 20% off any item. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. How is your offseason? What's going on in your uh, it's, it's going well. Um, I'm mostly just, you know, focused on improving, playing a lot. I actually had a, I had a surgery, a very minor. Uh, it was an optional surgery. It was a I nose had, job. Yeah. Nose no, job. I, had a, I had an old fracture in my nose. You're already pretty enough. No, no, there's, nothing, there's, prettier, nothing, there's nothing external. I'd like to make that very clear. But I had an old fracture in my nose, and I couldn't breathe out of one of my nostrils. Uh-huh. Um, basically my whole life, like since I was in, like, seventh grade. Um, so an old teammate of mine, Rodney Magruder. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's not a HIPAA, I hope that's not a HIPAA violation that I'm saying that he also had the surgery. But uh, <laughs> I reached out to him and asked him like, what was the experience? And he said it was like life changing for him, sleep, conditioning, everything. So I went and I got a consultation. It turns out my my right nostril was 90% blocked. Wow. Yeah. wow. Your breath was it weird. That breathe so, so I was getting like, like half the air, I was getting like half the air that I, I they could. They were like, have. stop being a mouth breather. You're yes. Like, so what, what happened when you got it fixed? Like uh it-, it was brutal for like ten days, but we're on the other side of that now, thankfully. So and you can breathe. Yeah, I can breathe. It's amazing. I feel like, your a, side I feel like pro- a new man. Your side profile is far, far better. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll just reiterate nothing externally <laughs> yeah. changed. No, no, they, this they is what people say so that insurance yeah, oh, oh, will cover yeah, the yeah, nose yeah. job. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Uh, does does Miami even have an off season? So we don't yeah. like, 
We've not played in Miami. I had an opportunity and I decided, uh, I like my me. body fat being around 20. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what is that like? Because, dude, as media people on this side, retired, we talk Miami's culture. Miami's culture is this. And UD yeah. is great, right? I remember you, Chubby UD at Florida. Oh, yeah. And then now he's shredded beef and he's 47 years yeah. old. Right? Yeah. Wild. We've all seen it. What, you know, you don't get have to give us all the secrets, but what is that really like? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, – I don't want to say it exists more in, like, theory. Like, the culture aspect is real, and it's something we talk about a lot. I think it's more just comes down to, like, a certain level of accountability, which I know you guys can probably imagine in different stops. Like, it can be hard to maintain in an NBA locker room. Like, accountability, like, you know, 1 through 16 or whatever it is. So it's a certain level of accountability, and then it's also really just, like, maximizing every single day. You know what I mean? Like, development-wise – um, like they're never going to at any point in the season, you know, whatever, like they're never just going to let you have a day where you're not just showing up and just like checking a box. Like they're going to make sure you're, you know, in the weight room, watching film, if, if you've been on the court a bunch, you know, whatever, or, or yeah. getting better in your game. So um, I don't think it's like I do feel like in in theory, like what's talked around the league, like it's talked about like it's some like crazy yeah, madness. Yeah, like militant. It's, it sounds yeah. very similar to San Antonio. It sounds yeah, very similar to San Antonio. I, I really just think it's about just like they really just prioritize like being a professional. You know what I mean? Like showing up, handling your business. Um, the body fat thing is real. That is real. Uh, if every single day? No, no. It's every no. Monday. Yeah, it's, it's about once a week. Yeah. And, no, no, that's why it's, no, in San Antonio, they put it up on the board. So there's a big thing. Oh, yeah, oh, there's, yeah, there's, there's a big thing. There's a big thing out there. And it, has, it has everyone's name and it says like, Last week, weight, body fat. Yeah. And then, and then like, they'll be like, hey, well, you know, trainers might give you a little tip, like, hey, man, we're going to check body fat. We'll yeah, get right. back off the trip, right? So you got to make sure, because road trips, you're sitting there at buffets, you're not working out. So all of a sudden, you can, you can gain five pounds easily on a road trip because yeah. you've been gone six what is days. It? You just have, you have a range that you have to stay within? Well, or? That, well, the road trip, that's the thing that kind of bothers me, is that we'll like <laughs> play in Chicago, we get on the plane, and we're heading back to Miami, and we got like deep dish pizza on there. And that's like, we wake up the next morning, it's like, you got weight and body fat. So people, <laughs> people are like looking at the pizza and then like looking at, are people like, we have it tomorrow? Like what's, what's oh. going on? <laughs> so it's like, it is a little game in that. But I mean, mostly like what you eat. I mean, you can't put on, put on, it depends what type of body type you have. I don't have a type of body type where I can just put on weight. I have the opposite. I like, I get what I call skinny fat. I like lose weight, but my body my fat goes, goes up. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Oh yeah. my, my question for you two is this. Give me two things that on your guys' podcast that you guys disagree on. Like if it's oh, a player, oh, if it's a shit. thing, like what what is something that like and I know I know sometimes as players we like to be like, look, I'm the player I know, but like what is something that you're like really passionate about? That's a good question. That's a really good question. You know, I've been doing this for a couple of years. Yeah, you guys yeah. just started the podcast, right? No, we're Last like year. Yeah, Last we're year. we're like that's just started. 18, are we Damn, 18 months in? 18 months yeah, roughly. That's, that's yeah. Last January. It's not even okay. a baby anymore. That's like a toddler. Yeah, yeah, 18, yeah. 18 months. We got some episodes under our belt. We we're, we're like going through puberty as a podcast. Still, yeah. like still change diapers at 18 That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> uh, you got something? I don't know. No. What I mean, we're we're very similar. I actually think yeah. it's to the detriment of the podcast. Oh, okay. You know Two I mean? very like, like indecisive people too. Yeah. That's my biggest flaw as a human being. Yeah. I'm incredibly indecisive. And I'm about to go referee and I'm an extremely indecisive person also. Yeah. Wait, Recipe where are you refereeing? Uh, Summer League. Here's a question. Are you really? <laughs> yes. Oh, Yes. I've been no. going, I've been going to referee classes every morning. Like an actual yes. summer league game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Look at that. Wow. See, your face is the same way mine was when they asked me. And they were Oh, like, they asked you. They asked me. They were oh, like, okay. hey, Rich, like, you know, I did some like For some content. Content. I did some gotcha. like I did some like stuff at the draft combine. They're like, hey, would you want to come? Because they do like a referee training camp right now for all like younger referees. So they bring them in yeah, here. Yeah, a lot yeah. of film. We're watching film. They're going over all the stuff. And so they're like, hey, if you want to come. So every morning for the last like five days, I've been in there for like 90 minutes, like Damn. going over the film, doing all this stuff, just to referee a quarter or referee one quarter. Holy shit. And it's going to be trash. I'm going to be tragic. <laughs> After watching the film, do you have a different perspective than you did as a player? Because I feel like as players, we all like, we all feel like we would be able to referee better. 1,000%. We could not. We could not. We could not. Okay. Well, there's so you have a newfound appreciation. Hundred. Well, because yeah, okay. like when you say indecisive, like I'm kind of that way. It's like, yeah. oh, that's kind of. Like, even when I'm calling a game, I was like, oh, that's kind of block, kind of. Yeah. When you're there, you, you have to make be, a big decision. Yeah. You have to make a decision. You have to do it. And then there's like so much of like where you stand, what your zone is to call. If the, and it's like all this shit that you're like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do this because it's a thankless job. One of my college teammates' uh, friends, Claire Aubrey. Mm. Shout out is, Claire. Shout out Claire. She is refing. She's. Um, did a lot of ACC, SEC last year. She does the WNBA, G League, and, like, her goal is the NBA. And she's here. But she did a WNBA game a couple weeks ago that I was calling. And, I mean, 20 minutes after the game, they missed a call in the last, like, minute. And she had her phone, and she got a text that they got fined. Oh, and she was so, like. Wait, they do get fined. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they, like, miss a call. or Yeah. So I was like, don't you guys think it would be beneficial to put the current players through? No. 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 Because Why? the more that players know what referees are supposed to look, the more they can cheat and adjust. Uh, yeah. the more, the, uh, as the game has progressed, players know what referees are looking at or what yeah. they're supposed to call. But to your point Why do you how think grabbing think they know the more? guy and pulling him towards yeah. you has gotten so prevalent? Oh, so referees and players play this cat and mouse game of like, what are you supposed to call and how can I get away with these moves? Because you have to call this. You know, uh, so when we first got Kyle last year, this was like early on in preseason. I think everybody knows Kyle gives the refs pretty, yeah. pretty hard time. Yeah. Um, but he would tell me that, I don't know if he got film, tape, a book, I don't know, a manual, but he has memorized where on the floor all the refs are supposed to be when the ball as the ball moves throughout yeah. the half court yeah so what he does is he goes at refs if they're not in the right spots uh, so it. if somebody makes a call he'll be like you can't make that call you're not <gasps> in the right spot well they gave and let me say this they gave me three books right they're like here's the official rule book here's the public book here's the private book right here's like the book right, that like right, only right. referees get that's not public knowledge because again you don't want like the the referee's job is to keep the integrity of the game right and the more players, kind of, like, you know what a foul is, you know that. But the more you start messing with, hey, this referee is supposed to be here, you could probably block a person's vision. Because, you yeah. know, there's, like, the top referee, there's the middle referee, there's a the bottom referee. I'm not using the right term terminology just for the sake. But, like, if you know that this guy right here at the middle line is supposed to make the call in the paint, yeah. you could literally put a guy and just keep having him to kind of stand in front of the... That's you next level strategy that's right Next level. level. Next level. Like, I got hey, a lot of other things to worry about. No, but, <laughs> no, but I'm saying you... Damn, think about, I'm, I'm trying you. to guard Kyrie Irving, yeah. Kevin Durant, like yeah. we were just talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm well, certainly I'm not. I'm talking about the, uh, if you're the offensive guy, uh, you could stand in there to kind of block. And I only say this because think about Chris Paul is, is notorious for it, yeah. knowing all the rules. Whoa. And like, this yeah. guy didn't have his jersey out. That's this. Yeah. And oh no, you're supposed to take the ball out on this side. So there are 
so many players that memorize the rule book that if you give them too much information, that's like this is means millions of dollars yeah. and wins and games. Like, yeah, yeah. these motherfuckers will so study. We're talking about Kyle Lowry, who's who is this? Oh, fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Why? <laughs> you want to come in here? You want to come in? You want to come, come in? You want to come say what's up? We have a seat for you. We come have on, a seat for come you. on, come on, Jaren, don't don't be scared. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be scared. Then, then beat it. Then beat oh, it. Oh wow, then He's beat it. it. You go coach. Things. He's thinking. He is yeah. thinking. First of all, coach I, I've always liked her, I've always liked your brother <laughs> come better. On. I've always liked your brother better. Then go. You're really gonna you're really gonna yeah, do yeah. that to us though. Yeah, you're really gonna do that to us. <laughs> yes, you, you know that's Jaren, right? I'm just joking. No I'm joking. Oh my god, he doesn't know. He's the straight one. Oh my! He's the straight one. He's the straight one. Oh my! Is that a Shout out to Jason. We love Jason. Damn. What? He is. Come. He, no, he wore a shirt that said, oh, I, I like, was... you, you know, Jason yes, Collins. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wore a shirt that said, no, I'm the straight one. <laughs> so we they are twins. We so had always... one of the best podcasts with Jason. Yeah, yes, Jason's great. Yeah. yeah. So we okay. tried to break my arm one time, but he's cool. Hey, so, he's a dirty little Speaking fuck. of Dirty that. fucking player. Sorry. <laughs> really? Dude. Oh. Strong. Both of them. Aren't they both, though? Strong so dirty. Fuck. Yeah. It was like. Okay, what limb am I okay getting broke or hurt if I go for this rebound? Like, they weren't the best jumpers. They weren't the best shooters. But, like, if there was an opportunity for them, for you to, like, have to double think, like, do I want to go rebound? Yeah, yeah. It was. You guys see Griff? There. You see Griff's big head ass right there? See, you see Griff? Griff from Frank, big, yeah. Frank, yeah. Yeah, Griff. The worst Griff. shooter from Duke ever. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Trajan? Yeah. 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 Doc, listen. Yeah. He could shoot, shoot that back. That was my that was my what? generation. He oh, was that first. He's from Alaska, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's from, from Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. Him, Him and Carlos Boozer and Mario, Mario Chalmers. Chalmers. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. We I'm know our a, shit. I, I, didn't, I didn't know Boozer was, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. We got a wrap uh, in five. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Uh shit talkers in the NBA. Who's your top five? Because Kyle likes to be yapping sometimes. I mean, yeah, I mean, Kyle talks a lot, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's, like, at somebody. directed, personal. Like, I, I always think of when I think about shit talking, I think of, like, the people that just cross that line of, like, that is just uh, so personal. <laughs> so aggressive. Like, it's, like, it's so, the amount it's of energy so it takes. so personal. Uh, just know I played with in Do you have an example? I'm going to say two. I'm going to say two, um, both of which are, you know, I've had a, a front row seat yeah. of. Uh, Jimmy is one <laughs> Jimmy, but Jimmy, like, it's interesting because you don't know what game it will be. Like, it'll just be something in his mind that, that will just set him off. Uh, and it just goes to a very dark place. Uh, and then the other one is probably, I mean, KG's probably up there, but I think UD is like, and, and granted now he's in a situation yeah. where like, he's just all he does is, is run his mouth. And that's like part of his, his strength. Yeah. But man, he just has something to say about everything all the time oh. and everybody as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I would say, I would say UD is, uh, you guys still haven't used to wait with this. Is our last time did I let you still haven't given us anything that you guys have disagreed. We were going to end on that. We're just such good friends. My fault. Yeah. Oh. We were such good. We're just such um, good friends. That's honestly, what we disagree on the most is this podcast. What for uh, sure. in terms of we've, we've kind of talked about this. Davis and I were, were friends before we started this, and it's just really changed the nature of our Friendship. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I try to call him and, and say, like, hey, man, how's your day going? And he just every time he calls me, it's like, 
Hey, have we scheduled a guest? Hey, what time are we recording? <laughs> yeah. Uh, granted, he is very much responsible for like keeping everything in in check. That's so Allie. I understand. Allie. That's Allie. This literally. Just, hey, I see you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see you. I feel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that has been that's been like a wedge. In fact, we we spent way too much time around each other like the last probably ten days, um, and we're thinking about just clearing a hotel room and just fighting. Yeah. Just like, yeah, like yeah. we've just settled a couple yeah. times. You know what I mean? Do you guys have that? Yeah. You guys have that problem? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's just after a while, it's like even even your closest friend, like sometimes you're either too much alike or the shit, like it's just like too much dessert, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, I need to be around some people that I like actually don't like and you're like, oh, I actually miss my friends, right? But if you're with your friends all the time, then it's just like, you know what I learned about you over these last three days here? Who and what? You know that quote, not all who wander are lost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, I, yeah, I'm a big just kind of Ask Richard where I you got that shirt today. Yeah. yeah. Let's, oh. Actually, let's end on this. So this okay. is what happens, right? So I have two hotel rooms. I have one for ESPN that's at, at just stay Look with at me. Look at you, there. man. Stay with, believe me. I, I stay one at the Virgin because I'm doing stuff with ESPN. But then for Blue Wire, they got us a room here. So yeah. I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to come stay over here just so it's closer and easy. So I brought a backpack and I put, a, I had a collared shirt in my room. I threw it in there, whatever. So this morning, right, wake up a little late, time for breakfast. I put on this collared shirt. Now it was folded. This shit was a crop top. Whoever washed this shit, whoever washed it, it was like a crop top. Now it's, it's about 45. I was like, damn it, I'm pissed off now. Cause I got to sprint down to go find a shirt. Cause I only had one, sh one other shirt. Because you're running to ref school. I'm running to ref school and all my shit's at the other hotel. I brought a shirt to uh. stay here to go. Put it on. Walk out there and I'm like, fuck. Where's my phone? Get outside the room. My phone's gone. My phone's in the room. I don't have the key because I'm like all over the place oh, right man. now. Frantic. I come down here and I remember seeing there's a little convenience store right here. I remember seeing they had collar shirts. So I rent no down way. here, sprint down here. No phone, no nothing. Literally see it cost $98 for this Fucking shirt. <laughs> oh, not yeah. just no lie. I take out, I fortunately I had cash. $120, throw it. I take it, throw the tag, say, I gotta go. Sprint. Jason Kidd sees me. Uh Haley O'Shaughnessy sees me. They're like, oh Richard, you must be late. And I'm like, now's not the time, J Kid. Now's not the time. <laughs> Literally sprint. This shirt still has the creases on it. I make it inside a referee class about 90 seconds before they start. It was one of the most stressful, like, like you're about to give a presentation type shit. But yeah, that's how my morning went. And that's why Will I'm wearing. Will you ever wear stuff. that shirt again? I'm gonna keep this shirt as as a for a hundred bucks. Yeah, you saw I'm wearing it right it's now. A memory. It's, <laughs> a memory it's a memory too. It's a memory. Too, right? yeah, it's a memory. Yeah. But I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing this shit all day. I paid a hundred dollars for it, and I can't take it back. Hey, two hotel rooms, man. One morning, more problems. Uh, you know, nice. I didn't pay for either Sheesh. of them, man. It's just I have too many jobs. That's it. You got multiple jobs. Doesn't know where his phone is. Unbelievable. Is. Did we, oh, we tracked down the phone, though. We tracked down the phone. Right, was, I, I had to do referee class without it. Not all who wander are <laughs> I was lost this morning. This morning, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I was lost this morning. I had, a, I had a bad moment. Shout out to Duncan Robinson, Davis Reed, Long Shot Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining Road Trip In. Uh, Davis, great stuff out of you today. We hey, really hey, I thought I brought it. it I thought I brought you it. Were here. You were here. You were here. You were outstanding. I see you. Sometimes seats, baby. less I, is more. I, see. Yeah. <laughs> I know my role. Hey, I know my role. KYP, thank you. Me, me as well. Yeah, we know our role. Yeah, let us not shut do, up. We do all the work and you guys get all the... Yeah, all the love. Congrats, yeah, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You. you know, that's what we do it for. That'll do it. This is <laughs> 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 <laughs>